I've been thinking a lot this week about things that have potentially made me be at the point with certain skill sets that I'm at or how I guide and how I move forward and some of my processes for working the field, doing different types of guiding, whether it's ski guiding or teaching a class or whatever. And and do I notice a similar component to other people that I think are successful, whether they're guides or in general. Um, and I've been trying to write an article, which is kind of unusual for me because I'm, I don't gravitate towards writing. I rarely do it. I find it really, really challenging. Um, I kind of do it in fits and spurts. And usually when I write things, it's more about like brainstorming concepts, um, or maybe doing some lesson planning for something I'm working on versus actually writing like an article to uh, be published and be read. But I am kind of working on an article that I I hope to get published or, you know, depending if I finish this or not. Um, And it's kind of dealing with this topic. And, you know, what I've kind of focused on in terms of what I've been thinking about is the concept of curiosity. And it's interesting because, you know, it's, it's a subject that is not, you know, super well-defined in some ways. I mean, you know, in Western culture, we've been exploring and thinking about curiosity for over 2,000 years, you know, and I'm sure we can go further back with other cultures if we really dug through um, literature there. So it's, it's, we all have kind of a sense of what it is, kind of like this questioning piece, um, and it can kind of mean different things to some degree um, to certain people. And, you know, and today, you know, you can find plenty of papers of researchers trying to figure out exactly what parts of the brain fire up with curiosity or how they different definitions of curiosity and how that applies to, you know, success in business, for example. I mean, you can find all kinds of papers and studies out there that show the benefit of curiosity and try to help define it. But it's definitely one of these kind of like gray topics it's like, well, what exactly is it, you know, and what do we gain potentially from this? And do we have, you know, um, actual observable results that kind of confirm this? And, you know, I'm not a scientist, right? I'm just a practitioner. I'm just a guide trying to survive in the field and have my clients survive. And, you know, so, but when I think about curiosity, you know, to me, it is this spark this like wonderment piece this drive to to know more and it it's it's not just about trying to know more find out more answers um that's part of it but it's really oftentimes about trying to figure out what the questions are like what are the questions we should be asking or I should be asking in this scenario um maybe there's a different way of looking at this i can look at this from a different mindset or a different perspective or get someone's feedback um and then we kind of develop the questions and then we answer those questions and then I think curiosity helps us maybe look at novel ways of interrelating certain answers that we may not have thought been connected in the past so it to me it's like this this drive for knowledge this drive for questions um the drive to be better in some ways um it's and it's not just pure you know motivation in some ways but it's part of that and it's definitely trying to like 
look under every rock and see what's there and then try to reflect on that. So I think that piece alone is what I've been working on and kind of struggling a little bit to kind of put words and shape to it. But what I've been thinking about a lot is curiosity as the like the spark and the level engagement of your mindset. And I think curiosity and mindset are kind of the same thing um, to some degree. It's certainly a piece of mindset, but I think a curiosity-driven mindset is or a curiosity mindset is a really nice thing to try to develop and have. Because um, once again, it is, you know, I describe it as the, you know, your curiosity, your level of curiosity is your level of engagement with your mindset. Like the more curious you are, the more inquisitive you are, you know, the more that drives your mindset in certain ways, right? We all have mindsets for certain things for sure. Um, and curiosity is just kind of one driver of mindset. But it, with that kind of, that quest for exploring a little bit, it's really led to pretty much all the major advancements in the world, right? Whether technology or, or thought, um, you know, think about it. It's like, think about the climbers that we revere or the explorers that we revere. Like it's their curiosity. Like, can I go there? What's over there? Do I have the skill set to do this? What's around the corner? What happens if I get to the top? What happens if I get to the bottom? You know, like that's driven so much exploration in the world, um, which is interesting. And for me, you know, what's what I've been the most curious about oftentimes is, you know, technical systems for sure, like really looking at something that somebody presents and be like, or maybe not someone, but an organization is like, this is the standard. I'm like, well, is it the standard? And is that it? Or does it go further than that? You know, I see a lot of examples of people just kind of like, going, well, that's the standard. This is it with this topic. I don't need to go any further with it and I'll just keep using it. And I'm like, well, that's fine, but you miss the opportunity to go deep and, and get a really see how the truths kind of unfold if you dig deeper and deeper and ask more and more questions and, and see where those answers lead you and where those questions lead you. And that's been a huge part of my career um, where I've explored extensively a lot of technical um, things you know, in terms of rope work, and then also really explored not the upper end of things exclusively, but the bottom end, like their fundamental skills. And that's happened through a lot of my more tangible skill sets, whether it's cooking, whether it's navigation, whether it's kind of like route planning and, and logistics, um, the technical side of things. And what I really find is that I oftentimes gravitate towards the more basic fundamental skills to function, but just with a really deep knowledge of those skills. So I'm not, I'm not utilizing like the fanciest stuff, you know, techniques in some ways um, anymore or less so because I'm like, oh, these really basic fundamental skills work in a lot of places and are more um, applicable and more. Um, uh, you can improvise on them more, you know, versus like a hyper specific, really tricky skills. Like, well, that only works 1% of the time or 5% of the time. So this curiosity mindset has been really interesting in that piece. And there are certainly places where I don't have as much of a curiosity mindset um, in my career and in general. Like, you know, I'm not equally curious about every aspect of everything that I see in life. Um, but it is the it is a common trait that I see other people who I consider to be successful to have. They have some desire to 
go deeper with information and figure out how they can become better at it and reflect and have they done a good job and how can they improve and what does this person say? What does that person say? Can I look at it from this viewpoint? Can I just totally look at it from a different point of view that's completely novel and see if we come up with a a completely novel solution to this, right? And the thing, one of the things I've been thinking about with this writing is how does a curiosity mindset lead to a DMF, a decision-making framework, right? And, you know, there's all kinds of different models and we all kind of develop our own way of making decisions. Um, And what I think about is this curiosity mindset, you know, the questions, right? The spark, the level engagement of the mindset and the mindset's asking the questions, the who, the where, the what, the why, the when, the how. Um, And then from that mindset, we're going to process, right? And then from process, we go to outcome. And then from outcome, we go back to curiosity mindset. So it's this little cycle of of thought and engagement that kind of leads us, at least me, to literally every decision and every thought I have, regardless of how big or how small, whether it's about a concept or it's about a, a tangible thing um, that I'm trying to do, or even just like... You know, do I put another jacket on right now, you know, or do I wait a little bit longer? Like that's a curiosity mindset that drives us to process, that drives us to an outcome. Do I should I put another jacket on or should I wait a little bit longer? Is will I get too hot and sweaty if I put a jacket on or but am I too cold right now? And then from that I I ask the question and the process is all oh, right, I'm gonna put a jacket on and then the outcome is oh I'm too hot and sweaty and then I and I go back to curiosity, go, Oh, look at the feedback. Well, I'm too hot and sweaty. I should, probably shouldn't have put that jacket on in these conditions, so maybe I'll think about that next time. Like it literally it can be as basic as that, you know, this this constant piece of the question, the curious mindset, the process of of answering that question the outcome of that answer and then going back to curiosity is kind of reflection piece to kind of actually see if we can glean anything from our, from the outcome. Right. And, you know, I have, I have kind of come to realize that this is what I apply when I'm in the field and what it allows me to do oftentimes is it allows me to create more options, have more creative solutions to problems. Um, I think a curiosity mindset isn't inherently a solution-centric mindset because um, you, you're, you're trying to figure out the way to solve something in, in kind of on a more positive level. And you can just do more with less, which is kind of cool. Like oftentimes, you know, I can go to a very small piece of terrain and do a lot with it just because I'm like, how can I maximize the use of this train? How can I use this little feature here to demonstrate this topic that I want my group or clients to understand? And I don't necessarily have to be in this huge terrain set to do this. I can do this right here. It's almost like in my backyard practically. Um, I just have to be curious enough to kind of figure out how to make this small terrain big. you know. Or I'm in this huge terrain set and how can I really figure out a place to go that's going to cover um, – the needs that I want, the objectives I'm looking for, but also safely, you know. So I think that's also a really interesting piece. So it can be applied anywhere. And the process piece is every interesting. So everybody needs to develop their own process, right? And what I mean by process is like everything. So maybe it's your process for doing a tour plan, right? So your curiosity mindset leads you to where are we going to go? What are the conditions like? Who are my clients? How do they ski? 
you know, what kind of hazards do I have out there? What's the weather doing? How long do I need this tour to be? How does it fit in the course of this trip? And then, you know, the process is, all right, let's talk about tour planning. So let's look at the map, figure out where, you know, where we should go. Where's the good snow? Where's the avalanche hazards? You know, what would be a good skin track? What would be a good descent? You know, what would be interesting, you know, um, given my clients or given the the weather or whatever. So that process piece is like going, doing the work, you know, writing your tour plans, figuring out the time estimates, putting your 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 compass points on there, you know, figuring out the UTM coordinates, all that stuff. That's process right there. Um, like once again, just like the process of, you know, the question is, am I cold to put on their jacket on? The process of, I was like, I get my jacket out very quickly. I put it on, I zip it up and I go. Or the process of transitioning from skinning to skiing down, right? That process of like, all right, I get here, I do this, I do this, I do this, and I do this. And then I'm ready to skin or ski rather because of these other variables with the weather. It's really cold out. So this is the process to get to this point. And then the outcome is like, all right, I'm ready to ski. Did that take, and then back to curiosity, should I have changed the process? Should I have? Is there something I could add or subtract, you know? So it just keeps driving and driving and driving and driving itself, which is pretty interesting. But I really think it is a piece that has allowed me to be really successful in my career is like being really open and curious to kind of different ways of approaching something. And I think it's really key in teaching. Like I've seen so many guides and instructors teach something or even try to do something with a technical skill and as long as they can do it exactly how they learned or the conditions are exactly right how they always do it they're fine and like their presentation's okay you know and and they may have a certain competency in that skill set but you take one factor out that's not how they usually do it maybe it's a piece of equipment or maybe you know their powerpoint's not working and they crumble they can't figure out a solution to do this task and present this information or do this transition to this group, you know, and, and, and you just see this kind of really static kind of uninteresting teaching styles or sometimes or problem solving skills when we're out in the field. And it's because they don't have any curiosity to kind of figure out a different novel way of solving that problem. I mean, I think, you know, just years of on-site guiding and working in an environment where, like I never know and some sometimes like who's gonna show up. There's a bunch of courses I teach where I work with these with these companies and you know, we try to schedule, all right, you're gonna have five students and here they are and you're gonna show up and we're gonna meet this place. But oftentimes I show up because they these companies are very dynamic with their scheduling and I'll show up and there's like six people versus five or there's three people versus five and it's different people than they told me and you know, and I have to be constantly able to be flexible with that and roll with it, you know, and then, you know, it's not uncommon for me once again to have that piece of uncertainty and then walk into a whole new terrain set that I've never been to before and try to teach this, teach a course, you know, with unfamiliar terrain and then try to make it as best as possible and then be safe. And so I have to be really creative and curious about how I can, you know, solve all these little things to make a really good, um, you know, product, for for example. So, this curiosity-driven mindset has been interesting, and I, I I have a bunch of stuff written down, a couple of different ways of thinking about it, and it's still still finding it challenging to kind of really boil it down. But all I can really think about is how it's affected me. And you know, there's one other thing about this is, you know, when we think about 
this, when we can create more um, potential scenarios and solutions for those scenarios, right? We have more options to fall back on. So in the field, the tangible benefit of that is that you're less stressed because if this doesn't work, you just resort down to this, right? And if that doesn't work, you resort down to this, right? So we all think about like, oh, plan A, plan B, but it's like literally helping you give you more of those plans and making those plans more creative and more interesting. Um, But it's also really important to understand you know, in that stress piece that when we get, we're really curious with our fundamental skills. And I've mentioned this several times on other podcasts, like people tend to want to skip the fundamental skills. They learn the barest minimum and then they move on to the more advanced skill. But, you know, what we see, what happens is, and when you have kind of okay fundamental skills and not really excellent fundamental skills, because your curiosity hasn't led you to, to deep dive deep on those skills, when you're stressed in the field, you know, and you, you don't have anything to fall back on, right? I always say, like, don't build a beautiful house on a bad foundation or a poor foundation, you know, because as soon as, you know, as soon as something happens, your house kind of falls apart and you have nothing to fall back onto. And I really feel like my curiosity in the fundamental skills has driven me to a point where I have a lot of skills I can fall back on. So if something's not working right, for example, if my my GPS isn't working right, I can fall back to map and compass, no problem, right? That's right there. Um, or even falling back further than that, which would be just kind of terrain recognition, just, you know, look at the what's in front of me. So, and that's that's been really helpful multiple times, not multiple times, all the time in my career, being able to fall back on more fundamental skills. But it's because my curiosity mindset has driven me to get really good at those fundamental skills and good at the other skills too, Um you know, the more advanced skills for sure, but really falling back and and utilizing those fundamental skills and seeing how broad they actually are in most situations. So yeah, I know this one's a little bit more rambly as I'm trying to figure out it myself, at least in a way to articulate it. That's the tricky part. It's like, I think I have it kind of figured out internally, but I can't really necessarily articulate it in a way that's concrete necessarily it's all just based on my impressions of what i've seen in myself what i've seen in other people um and what i think is um a really positive attributes in instructors and guides and really inspiring to me so anyway i'm gonna keep working on it maybe i'll write the article maybe i won't so